Coming up on today's federal newscast, with a partial government shutdown looking more likely, a pair of congressmen want to make sure federal employees get what's owed to them, but not all of members of Congress are feeling sorry for feds. The Justice Department indicts two Chinese hackers for stealing information from thousands of Navy employees. And a bill to give federal websites a much-needed upgrade becomes law. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The House passes its own version of a continuing resolution to keep all of the government open through February 8th. However, it provides $5 billion in funding for a wall on the southern border. The CR now goes to the Senate, where Democrats say it has no chance of passing, which means more uncertainty over a partial government shutdown. The deadline is at 12.01 later tonight. Virginia Congressman Don Beyer and Rob Whitman introduced legislation to guarantee furloughed federal employees back pay during a potential partial government shutdown. The bill has 66 bipartisan co-sponsors. Congress must pass the bill or include it in whatever funding vehicle lawmakers can agree to for federal employees to get paid for the time spent working or furloughed during a partial shutdown. With many federal employees concerned about how they'll get by during a government shutdown, don't count on every member of Congress feeling sorry for them. Republican Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, when asked by Politico reporter Sarah Ferris about federal employees living paycheck to paycheck, answered by asking, who's living that they're not going to make it to the next paycheck? He also followed up by saying private sector employees deal with this all the time, and the government's not immune to these things. Ten House lawmakers introduce a bill to stop the Agriculture Department from moving two of its bureaus outside of the D.C. metro area. The Agriculture Research Integrity Act, authored by Congressman Steny Hoyer and Congresswoman Shalee Pingree, would amend the 1994 USDA Reorganization Act to prohibit the Secretary from moving the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture to other parts of the country. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue is currently reviewing proposals to move ERS and NEFA. The number of military service members who get a cost-of-living adjustment will drop significantly after the new year. Details from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Pentagon bases the COLA rates on annual cost-of-living surveys in various markets around the country. Based on the latest data, it's changing the number of areas eligible for COLA from 59 in 2018 to just 20 in 2019. The number of service members eligible will drop from about 28,000 to 15,000. The highest payments will go to the relatively small number of troops assigned to New York City and the San Francisco Bay Area. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Two hackers related to the Chinese government are indicted for their role in a multi-year effort to steal information from 100,000 Navy personnel. The Justice Department says the hackers also stole information from technology companies, the Energy Department, and NASA. DOJ is charging the hackers with conspiracy to commit computer intrusions, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, and aggravated identity theft. NIST updates a document to bring all pieces of cybersecurity together. Here's more from Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Version 2 of the Risk Management Framework adds seven new focus areas to help agencies better secure the life cycle of an IT system. The National Institute of Standards and Technology released Revision 2, a special publication 837 yesterday. Among the most significant additions are the integration of privacy risk management processes and supply chain management concepts to the framework. NIST also added a new step to the RMF called PREPARE to promote broad communication across the organization and to identify and prioritize high-value assets. I'm Jason Miller. 
The Office of Management and Budget lacks baseline data on how agencies are securing their buildings through physical access control systems, or PACs. The Government Accountability Office finds costs, procurement, and legacy hardware pose challenges to five agencies to implement PACs. It recommends OMB monitor these agencies. OMB had no comment on the report's recommendations. President Trump signs the 21st Century Integrated Digital Experience Act, which aims to make federal.gov websites more mobile-friendly and secure. It also seeks to close the tech gap between government and the private sector by promoting greater availability of digital forms, the use of e-signatures, and a better experience for people with disabilities. Forge.mil is the first Defense Department application to be hosted on MillCloud 2.0. The application lets users of open source and community source software collaborate more easily. Forge.mil is one of 53 applications the Defense Information Systems Agency plans on migrating to the updated cloud service. The Veterans Affairs Acquisition Academy is expanding its Warriors to Workforce program to help fill VA vacancies. VA is accepting resumes through June for its September class. The goal is to hire 60 people to the program next year. It has 42 interns now. The Warriors to Workforce program will hire participants as GS5 employees. They'll learn business education, peak performance training, and professional development skills. The program has graduated 150 wounded warriors. And one small agency takes a moment at year-end to point out how success begets a bigger workload. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. It's the Office of Special Counsel. Chief Henry Kerner says OSC took in 6,000 new matters in calendar 2018 and also resolved 6,000. He says that's 61% higher than in the prior few years. Some 300 cases resulted in corrective action for whistleblowers or sanctions against managers who retaliated. Three Transportation Security Administration employees shared a million dollars in compensation. I'm Tom Tammen. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 